Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Commander Skywalker, do you copy? This is Rogue Two. This is Rogue Two. Captain Solo, do you copy? Commander Skywalker, do you copy? This is Rogue Two. Good morning. Nice of you guys to drop by. Echo Base, this is Rogue Two. I found them. Repeat, I found them. to episode 213 of I am the Mike Pilot, and with me is my great and awesome and amazing co-host, Holly Fry, and we are sans Brian this evening because, well, we're sick of Brian, so we're getting rid of him. Yeah, kick that guy to the curb, doing yeah. his Jar Jar love. Hey guys, I love Jar Jar. <laughs> Never, never, never. No, no, Brian was busy this weekend. We're actually recording on a Monday night, which we don't ever do. Uh, it's late Monday night, so the show will be available sometime Tuesday afternoon. And I don't know why I'm really telling you this, because you will you already know it, because I did a Facebook or, or a Twitter post. But anyway, it's me and Holly tonight, and we're going to talk about some Star Wars things, like Celebration and our experiences and our favorite times. Because we talked, uh, when we did our live show at Celebration Holly, we talked about the trailer and rebels and yeah. a bunch of other things, but we didn't really talk about our experiences. So I believe Brian is also going to put together a little something that we can add into this episode and we'll listen to it later. And so without any further ado, Holly, what was one of the things that stuck, stuck out to you most about uh celebration? Oh, we're also going to talk about star Wars runs too. Sure. Uh, I'm trying, I'm literally trying to still parse the memories of all that has happened in the last 12 days, because I, Stayed in Orlando after celebration and did some Disney time and then Disney races. So I'm trying to remember everything that happened. Um, did the weather get really hot this week? The last week you were down there? Did it got really hot? And I like hot weather. Um, I, I think I've made the joke before that I would actually love to live on Rodia because it's hot and humid, <laughs> but I do not love the sun. And it was very glaringly bright out a lot. So that was a little rough, but um. Yeah, it was a, a a very warm and sunny place for the last week. Well, I know it was really hot the week before we were down, and I heard that it was really hot the week after we were down, and we got really lucky because it was only like 82. So yes, celebration fortunate. weather was not bad at all. Um, and I was one of those people, I will start by saying my not favorite thing. Uh, I was one of those people that was stuck in the two-hour line on day one. Ah. Um because while I had a press pass, my beloved did not, and I didn't want to abandon him in line. These are so, so we, cute. We stood. I, I like him. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, but my favorites, oh, it's tough. The first thing that springs to my, well, I'm just seeing everybody, right? Like, that's, to me, part of the, the best of it is yeah. that I get 
to chat with people. And because we were covering it for how stuff works, I had a lot of interviews and stuff set up. So there were lots of people that I just got to chat with. That was super fun. Um, and you and I were both at the 501st bash and we saw Weird Al, which was amazing. <sighs> amazing. That's, that's up on my list of favorite moments of the weekend. Yeah. Sure. So we got the, the 40th panel that started things off. Um, yep. It was wonderful seeing everybody. I, I agree with you. I think one of the main draws for me is I'm not a big, you know, crowds person and I'm not a big travel person. I'm certainly not a big heat person. But when these are announced, I get excited to see my Star Wars friends, you know, people that do other shows or listeners or friends that I've made over all the years. So that's one of the big things, even if I'm running from a panel to another panel and I run into somebody like I ran into Tom Riddle from Star Wars in the class and we were going by each other in a hurry. But then we just stopped and we're like, hey, you know, we got yeah. to say hi and and. And you get to see people at different things like the uh, the 501st party, which was amazing. I yeah. um, was so worried because, like I was saying about the 40th panel, it was great seeing everybody. I've never had the opportunity to see Williams in, in, in person. And when that curtain dropped and we got to hear the themes and we got to hear the music, I was about losing my mind. But when the 501st party was announced and then they announced that Weird Al was the special guest performer... I about lost my mind because I've been a Weird Al fan <laughs> since I'm like eight or nine years old. I've had tickets to his shows before. I've had 501st members invite me as their plus one to shows. And something has always come up that I didn't get to go to the show. So we're at that 501st party. You run off because Greedo was in a Greedo costume, right? Yeah. Paul Blake was there in a Greedo costume. That was pretty cool. So you ran in short, off. Yeah. Holly excitement. Yeah. Like Holly said, <laughs> oh. He's here in a Greedo costume. And like you ran away and I said, what was that? And so like Brian went after you and then I went after you and Brian and we got next to that VIP area, the cantina area. Yeah. And we had this, me and Ariana were standing there, we were talking to some, some 501st guys and I, I looked at the stage area and I'm like, you know, we're really close standing here. And then um security guard came up and said, you're going to have to move when the show starts because we need an area for people to walk by. I'm like, oh, that's fine. So I stepped up even more and mm-hmm. then. Weird Al was so great because he did a lot of songs that the lay person wouldn't know. Yeah. So that was perfect. And I, and, and it just, it, I think it's so brilliant when you do things as a performer to piss everybody off. <laughs> like, I love it even more. Well, and he did a lot of really fun things, though, right? So he did a medley of the hits that people oh, mostly yeah. want to hear. But the way he did them was really stylized. Like, he did a 40s, 50s doo-wop version of... I love Rocky Road. That was gorgeous and super fun. It was like Richard Cheese doing that Weird Al. Oh, it was fantastic. And then I almost passed out when uh, he and his bandmates, who have tremendous harmony together, they are all really good singers. And they did Grim Grinning Ghosts from the Haunted Mansion. Yeah, that was really cool. My husband looked at me and I was like, I am about to pass out. Like, I have (laughs) achieved some level of nirvana I can't quite process. Yeah. So it was just so amazing. He does Albuquerque, which is already like an 11 minute song. And he made it into like 15 minutes. And yeah, just the people walking away from the front of the stage, like, ah, and they, every, so every time somebody moved, we moved ahead another couple of feet. So by the three songs in, we were right at the front of the stage. I got some great pictures. I had Weird Al give me a thumbs up. And I was nice. like, I'm six years old again. And yeah. I'm singing everything. And Ariana's like, well, I'm glad you're enjoying this. And I'm like, oh, you're so lovely. You're there in those big heels and that fancy dress, and I'm here in you know camo shorts and a and a cut with all my five hundred first stuff. But it was just it was lovely. I I just it was so nice to finally see him in person. It was like 
uh, him and Williams, those were bucket list things that I was not really ex- uh, expecting, especially the Williams thing. Yeah. One of the other things that I thought was fantastic was the Hamill remembering Fisher panel. Which I haven't watched yet. Like, I'm still catching up on all of the stuff that was on the live stream. Mm-hmm. And I have to meet it out because it's a lot emotionally. Yeah. And I think that's what made it so great. So he told some stories that I don't think were ever out there, which yeah. is really cool. And there was a lot of moments where there was not a dry eye in the house. And then he'd say or do something that was really funny. So there was just enough laughter there. There was a lot of healing. I don't want to sound weird, but it was. There was a lot of healing in that in that panel because... You add laughter and you have him reminding people that Carrie wouldn't want people, you know, mourning and being sad and doing all these things. I thought when you get a chance, let's talk about it, I, you know, off the show or whatever. I thought it was a really wonderful panel, one that I didn't think I was going to be able to attend. And then I was happy that we were able to. So um, and then I really, really liked. Were you at the Rebels? The, the, you were there, right? The Rebels? No, the- I literally went to one panel because our filming schedule oh. was so insane. The only panel I went to was the uh, Cantina Archaeology panel with Pablo and Tom Spina. Oh, how was that? Oh, it's like my favorite thing on Earth. Because um, I kind of have Cantina rabies. Like, I love all those weird background characters, and I love that it's this weird, wonderful bar. And I, I think I've talked before about how when I was a kid, that seemed like yeah. the most magical thing on Earth when I first saw it. And so that's super fun. And they just dig deep on things that no one has ever unearthed about some of those background characters. And there's just some really incredible uh, depth of knowledge there, but they're also so good at presenting it in a way that is really fun and really engaging. And you can't help but get super excited as well. So that was like, I had seen the abbreviated version of that panel when they did it at Salt Lake Mm -hmm. um, because they didn't have enough time. They ran long. And so I I had told my husband, because he has missed it. They've done it at previous celebrations. And I was like, come hell or high water. This is the one thing I want to get you to because I think it's fantastic and you're going to love it. Uh, So we went to that and it was just bliss. Oh, yeah. No, I didn't get to check that. I'm going to have to look for it on the stream, but uh, on the video. I don't know if that one got streamed or not. I wonder. I'm going to I am reasonably confident they will be doing it again. And it's kind of fun because even if you go see that particular panel over and over, they're always unearthing new little tidbits. Yeah. Um, like since the last time I saw it was the stuff that broke about the actor that played Boshek, which had yeah. been con- confused for quite a while. And they were able to kind of put that to rest with like the accurate information, which is lovely. Yeah. Once that picture got about and people, uh, we, yeah, we had a show about that a while yeah. back. So anyway, yeah, the rebels panel, um, that was Saturday. Yeah. Saturday morning. Talked about Rebels, made the uh, announcement that this is the last season of Rebels. Um, so immediately you're like, ah, oh, they're taking away something from me again. And you get that the kind of, I got that, you know, that stab in my chest. But, you know, the way the way Dave mentioned it, I had a Why We Love Rebels panel right after that yeah. panel. Actually, it was running into each other and I had like two minutes to run from the that panel to the Why We Love Rebels panel, which was across the... Uh, the whole convention center was a really long way to go, but I was not going to miss that first episode that they aired for us. I remember that I was looking at my watch and I'm like, well, this should be about what? 22, 23 minutes long. So when it got to be about 21 minutes, I got up from my seat and walked backwards uh, out of the, (laughs) out of the hall. And I got back to the back doors. And then once the credits came up, then I ran out the door, but they played the trailer and that was really cool. But anyway, getting back to my point. So, you know, Dave announced that it's the, the last season and, 
the way he explained it, it makes perfect sense. And the more I think about it, it you know, I'm, I'm totally on board with it. First of all, I said this isn't the end of, you know, animation in Star Wars and there's going to be other, another show and there's going to be other things. And But when Clone, Clone Wars came to an end, he never got to finish his story. He never got to, to do yeah. what he wanted to do. And, and you know, there's, there's a couple people in the Star Wars galaxy that really deserve to do what they want to do and end things the way they want to do it. And, and Dave is one of those people. I mean, in the last you know, 10 years, he's, he's put his heart and soul into these things. So, you know, that makes sense. He can, he can conclude this story without it being prematurely ended. He can end all the storylines and then we can move on to the next, the next thing. And, and so like we went to, I went to that panel then afterwards and, you know, we kind of announced it because a lot of people there didn't, weren't able to get into the other panel. And I, I made a point to bring it up because I wanted to say exactly what Dave said. Like, this makes sense and this is only fair. And I think it's it's only going to add more action into the, the last season. It's going to make things even more incredible. And, and it actually gives me um, a lot of excitement to see what's going to happen. And, and they aired that episode, the first episode of the new season. And now we have to wait to the fall to find out even more. But it was incredible. And it was really, really cool. And, um, yeah, that was one of my one of my favorite moments because you know at the uh at celebration anaheim we were i think we saw a whole arc or at least two uh, episodes the first two yeah yeah, yeah yeah yeah, and that was um that was pretty sweet so you know i'm trying to think that we you know we did our full sith panel which was great and we had a a nice uh large uh supportive audience with that and i know a lot of people came and went during it too because they had other things that, that they were doing and i thought it was really cool that you know people uh they stopped in, they sat for a while and then they left and then those seats were replaced by other people stopping in and, yeah. you know, people, uh, I, I found out from a lot of people just over social media and uh, email this, this past week that just how many people stopped in, like they left other panels just to come and support us, which I always, I think that that's amazing. And, and there's other things going on that I certainly understand that, that people wouldn't get a chance to be there or whatever, but you know, I just, I, I want to thank you guys for the, the for listening and, and you, the friends and, and, you know, people that even just started listening to us. A lot of new listeners actually went to the panel as well because they wanted to see us in person and get to talk to us afterwards. So I think um, you had to run, you had another recording that you were going to be doing. I did. I was interviewing Steve Sansweet right after yeah. that. So it was kind of a mad dash out of there. So I looked like a jerk, but no, nah, no, not at all. <laughs> not for lack of desire to talk with everybody. No, we stuck around for a little while and, you know, had conversations and, you know, it was funny. I saw Steve, where was I? Oh, I was at the behind the scenes stage waiting outside. Amy was going to come out because she was in between things. So I could say hi, cause I didn't get a chance to really see her all that much. And I don't know if it was that day or it was Saturday when I had the girls with me because then same thing. I, you know, texted Amy. I said, Hey, we're, we're heading your way. If you want to come out. And then we went backstage. We went behind the scenes, behind the scenes stage, which, which Anya was like, Oh, we, I feel so special. I'm like, you are special. And Amy loves you. So anyway, I saw Steve in the room across from that. He walked out and people were all over him. And same thing at the uh, 501st party. You just, you know, everybody's all like, it's intense around Steve, but I haven't, yeah. I haven't seen him in like two years or so. And when I, you know, I have that light speed pass for going to the booth and stuff. And he wasn't down there when I was down there. I took a, I took my friend, my friend Joe and Rob, uh, through the light speed pass with me. So they hung out with me, I guess that was Wednesday and I took them all over the place and they got to meet a lot of people. So that was fun. But anyway, um, I went back into the room when Steve went in and I kind of like went around and I said, Hey, I know everybody's all over you. I know it's really, really intense. Just haven't seen you in a while. I just wanted to say hi. And, and see how you're doing and we, we had 
conversation for five minutes talking about, you know, how, how, how crazy things were and how things were, you know, going. And so, yeah, it was really nice to see Steve. What did you talk about in your interview? All kinds of things. Uh, so we talked a little bit about their booth setup. Like they were doing a really amazing uh, recreation of the dream bedroom yeah. of the the 77 to 79. Is that right? Or yeah. 78 to 80. Um, all of the various like licensed items and stuff. And so we talked about that and about Rancho Obi-Wan and what they've been working on and how people can get involved and some of his favorite memories from Lucasfilm. And uh, we have so much good footage of him so i can't wait to see how we get to put it all together yeah i look forward to that yeah he's just a darling and the funnest sweetest uh i'm making up words that aren't aren't real <laughs> funnest is not a well, word funnest is a word i use constantly funnest uh, solist these are all real <laughs> <words>. <laughs> uh yeah so that was super fun um i meant to ask you while we were talking about rebels did you happen to watch feloni on the um, Star Wars show live stage when he was talking to Andy Gutierrez just after they had made the announcement that no, for final season, because he just elaborated on it a little bit more and commented that, you know, he did make reference to the fact that, that he didn't really get to wrap up Clone Wars the way he had wanted mm -hmm. and that he's really excited because they've had this, this sort of plan the whole time. And now it will be, you know, it will come to fruition. I'm really excited because we finally get to see, you know, his Mononoke influence mm. with the, the wolves coming in or yeah. the wolf. You don't know if it's plural or not. Um, yeah. I think season four is going to be amazing. I'm so excited. Well, I mean, he, so we watched the first half of season three and then we saw Dave out at, you know, the um, rogue one premiere and he said, well, if you like the first half, the second half, the half is going to be even more amazing. It's more awesome. And I, you know, you got to believe Dave because he doesn't let you down and he was absolutely right. And yeah, you know, some of the things they talked about in the panel and I'm sure he talked about on the, uh, the panel you're, you're, you're talking about. Um, yeah, I'm just, I'm excited. I, I, you know, I know that it will be the fall before we know it, but it just being here at what the, what is it? The 24th of April just seems a really long time away. It's going to go so fast though. I feel like, uh, that's sort of the beauty and the the pain of the way things are set up now where we get a new movie every year. Yeah. It's like on the one hand, like, uh, yes, I want them even faster. I would love it if they were six months apart. But on the other, there is part of me that's like, oh, I feel like I haven't even always had time to process it before we're moving on to all the new stuff. Um, like, I feel bad that I still haven't read all of my various books connected to mm. Rogue One yet. Yeah. Um, so it's exciting, and I know it's going to be here in like a minute. It's going to go, this summer is going to go so fast. I think also the announcement that it's going to be the last season, I think that also uh, this gives people time because there have been people who have procrastinated on watching Rebels because they wanted to do the power load of it and yeah. they wanted to not be spoiled or any of these things. So I know a couple people since finding that out have just started watching all the Rebels episodes. So it does give the whole summer for people to catch up on that if they don't have time to watch a whole season in one sitting, you know. I'm trying to think of what else. we I gave Brian a really hard time at the 501st party. He probably, I probably got him angry at me, but I was just playing. He was... uh. Steve was standing there getting ready to, Steve was standing there. He was getting ready to talk to Steve Sansweet. And I walked up to him and I said, oh, you're such a fan boy. Look at you. You're ready to pounce like a lion on Sansweet. <laughs> He's like, no, dude, I'm just, you know, we wanted to talk. And I'm like, I'm just giving you a hard time, Brian. So that was funny. And then I said to him afterwards, I said, you know, I said, you know, I was messing with you, right? He goes, oh yeah, I got it. So hoping 
piss Brian off. Because I, I, I also want to say, I said pissed twice. So if any little kids are listening, I'm sorry. I usually don't say pissed, but I did again. Don't be like my kids. Yeah, you don't want to be like me at all. Oh, by the way, everybody loves the dress, Holly. I, I've gotten so many compliments. There are so many pictures of people coming up saying they wanted a picture with me or of me. And the really, really fat guy, the guy bigger than me with all the tattoos dressed up as Slave Leia, I thought that he should have stole the show. But, yeah, everybody really – I got a picture with a lady Darth Maul, nice. which was super cool. Um, but what was my other point that I was going to – that I was talking about? Oh, I wanted to give uh, – give the big uh, props and thanks as the kids these days say um when i was originally planning on com- coming to celebration it was just going to be mean by by me. me let me slow down a little bit i'm talking way too fast for myself you're very excited tonight. i am i uh <laughs> i had a couple ciders at the bowling nice. alley and nice. yeah so anyway um it, w- it was just supposed to be me coming down because ariana switched jobs back in december so she wasn't you know, she didn't have the seniority in her new department like she did before, so it was unlikely that she was going to be able to get that week off because a lot of the other women had that week off for Easter, and right. which I never knew that Easter was such a big week for people to take off from work, but apparently it is. Well, for a lot of schools, they coincide spring break with it, so a lot of people want to take it off to spend time with their kids, yeah. I think. No, I mean, that makes sense because my, my, my school did that too, but so anyway, um, that was the intention. I was just going to stay with one of my buddies that lived near... Orlando. So, well, great. But then when we found out that three of Anya's snow days didn't get used and she had half the week off and Ariana was actually able to get the week off. This is only like a week and a half or so before we were supposed to be there. We found out that they could go. So it was a mad scramble to find good airline tickets. Like we left Sunday because the next ticket would have been like Tuesday or Wednesday. So we left first thing Sunday morning so we could get back at a reasonable time. But when I put a post up online, like, does anybody know of, um, you know, a good hotel or a good condo or good timeshare or anything like that that we could you know use or pay for you know i didn't want anything for free or anything like that and um brian contacted me and said hey we have this place that we actually have this extra king size bed in this extra room so you guys are more than welcome to come use it and on you can can hang out with scout they can do like sleepover stuff on the couches or they can share this other room and and so for Brian and his family to reach out to us like that, and we spent the week living with the the youngs, it was a really, really good week. <laughs> and um, Anya and Scout and um, Anakin, they all had a good time, and it's funny to see them. I, Brian's kids make me laugh, especially Anakin. That, that, I was telling stories about him from when we were hanging out at the uh, Celebration Anaheim, and he, doesn't, he didn't even remember the stories I was telling, the stories that he told me that were, you know, just blatant lies, but him just telling, telling stories. Or when we were out in San Francisco for the... Um, the end of the Clone Wars screening at Lucasfilm. But anyway, I want to thank the the young clan. They they uh they were very kind to us and they 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 put us up in their beautiful digs of where they stayed and um so yeah, I I tried to say something, you know, on the download of Brian like thank you guys very much, but publicly, Brian Young is a great guy. And I always yeah. say that. And you know, sometimes people you know think Brian's the 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 king of the what do you call it? The humble brag. I do. I give him a lot of of um, shenanigans over that. But we do it because we're friends. Well, the, your your story kind of makes the point that I was about to make, which is that you know, full of Sith, even before I was a regular host, has always felt very much like a family to me. You know what I mean? Everybody totally. is very cool with each other. It's very loving. Everybody's very accepting. 
we all get along really nicely. Yeah. So it doesn't surprise me one bit that Brian and his family were like, of course he can stay with us. Yeah. It's just really, he's, he's just a great guy. I mean, we're also talking about the guy that picked me over everybody to go see Rogue One. I mean, so, you know, right. if, you, if you ever, just cause you don't like Jar Jar, Brian is <laughs> a good dude. You don't know. He's a good dude. And I'm standing here telling you to well, actually, I'm just sitting here. I'm not standing. I'm not too tired to stand, but I'm sitting here telling you that he's a good dude. So thank you, Brian. Thank you, Brian Young family. These are great. Um, what about the, so you stayed in Orlando. Yeah. And then you had the, the marathons, the Star Wars marathons, right? It was a half. So yeah, on Friday I did a 5K and then Saturday the 10K and then Sunday the half. That's a lot. Of, that's a lot. It is. And I will tell you that <laughs> one, I was woefully undertrained because getting like pre-production ready for the stuff we were doing for work at Celebration just took up a lot of time leading up to the show. And then Celebration was so nonstop for me. I mean, it, it basically every morning started at 8 a.m. and yeah. went often until 10 or 1 in the morning sometimes. Because like even the 501st party, we were rolling video for, for parts of that, mm -hmm. for part of our, our coverage. And so it just sort of never stopped. So then. Oh, by the way, your, your guys that were with you, they were great dudes. Yeah, uh, Matt is one of the the hosts of Stuff They Don't Want You to Know, and he's an amazing uh, sound guy and video guy, and Tyler does amazing video work for us and sound stuff and editing, and they're both just like the sweetest guys on the planet, and I love traveling with them. I love having them with me on shoots. They're just, they're both so relaxed and groovy. They have fabulous energy, and they're both really good at their jobs, so yeah. I feel like I I kind of win the jackpot every time I get to travel with them. Yeah, they're cool. Um, although, you know, they bumped out of that party before Weird Al, because even though they're like 10 years younger than me, they're apparently old and tired. Uh, <laughs> did I tell you, did I tell you at that party that that was the other thing? Like, it was like, I don't care what happens. I was going to be at that party, but I uh, did my panel at 1230. We ran out of the uh, convention center and met up with some friends from Tampa um, my one friend, Joe, who was actually there on Wednesday, too. I never got to meet his daughter and his wife in person because he hasn't been up to Pennsylvania since before the daughter was born. And so we planned on getting to uh, go into that city walk in uh, not city walk, city walk, walk. How can I say that? Walk. I'm walking down the street. Walk. City walk. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. But Don't it's belabor a, it. You got it. Yeah, it's down at um, Universal. So we decided to meet up there and have dinner and hang out for a little while. So we had dinner at Bubba Gump's, and I killed everybody with my Bubba Gump's knowledge, my trivia knowledge, <laughs> and I was feeling good. We were having a good time, and uh, I stood up from the table, and all of a sudden, I just, oh, my insides were not happy, and I was feeling really bad, and we went back to the hotel, and I laid down for a little while, and then Brian texted me, and he's like, are you going to the 501st party tonight? Because if you are, then I'll just, we'll just hit you right back with you, and I'm like, well, yeah, I'm, I'm definitely going to be there, but I feel terrible at the moment. So I felt really bad and even driving to the hotel and finding a parking space and then walking the 6,000 miles to get to the the room where this was all being held. Up until that point, I was still feeling really, really terrible. But, you know, then you get a little weird out ambiance in the room and then I was feeling much better. And then after, I guess it was like a half an hour after he ended, then we bounced out because we were actually leaving for the airport at four o'clock that morning. Yeah. So, but then, yeah, that was... uh there was no way I was going to miss that. So they must have been really tired. They were very, very tired because I uh, overbooked them. But uh, yeah, so I stayed in Orlando and ran around with my beloved and some friends of ours for a bit uh, for a few days. And then we had the the race weekend 
which um, is really not ideal to go into the race weekend after having basically run yourself ragged for a week. But we did it. (laughs) We survived. Um, I was really, really possibly the most nervous I have ever been about a half marathon going into it. Because like I said, I haven't been training. My timing has been getting slower and slower. And we were in the last corral. And I was like, oh, I'm going to get swept. Like, this is rough. Um, (laughs) Because that happens. I mean, there's a a time limit because they have to open the parks and and get things closed. Um, So I did not. I was not very fast at all. My husband was in um, costume because he is foolish. Uh, He's not foolish. He's just very dedicated. But he has a, a, a solaced rebel costume based on the uh the solace soldiers in battlefront oh cool and so he wanted to wear that but that's like a full you know head covering with that donut uh helmet and stuff and i was so fretful about him and he doesn't we don't usually run together because we pace differently and it just becomes stressful to try to keep each other's paces so i was really worried about him but he did barely manage to cross finish line uh without getting yanked from the course (laughs) and got his uh, Kessel run medal, which is really the whole reason he was doing it. So Disney does this great thing where if you do the light side half marathon in January, and then you do the dark side half marathon in April, the light side one is in Anaheim and the dark side one is in Orlando. You get a bonus medal that's called the Kessel run medal. And it is this beautiful millennium Falcon. Oh, cool. And that was what Brian was after. So I was glad that he finished because he really would have been miserable if he had gone through all that and didn't get his bonus. <laughs> well, you have to have something to keep your drive up. Yes. Now, did you have the mindset to have a, um, a step counter or some kind of an app or some kind of a, you know, wearable technology to see how much you actually walked or ran that whole, you know, week and week and a half. Oh yeah. Um, hold on. I'll pull it up. I was actually surprised while, while you were talking about that, it popped into my head. And like Tuesday when we traveled there, we left Philly around six thirty. I only walked two miles that day, but then Wednesday at Universal we walked seven miles. Thursday, yeah. the first day of the convention, I walked five 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 point five. Friday I walked four point eight, and Saturday I walked just shy of six. So that was that was a lot of for me. That's a lot of running around. It is. It's a lot. Um, I don't have mine broken down in miles, but I have it in steps. So the first day of the show, which was the day I got there, we kind of did it stupid. Um, we drove down the morning the show started. So we left Atlanta at like one in the morning and got there at 8 a.m. Wow. But I did 26,000 steps that day. That's a lot of steps. And <laughs> it was like... um. 13,000 the next two days and then 17,000 and then it varied in the the teen thousands the rest of the week until Friday which is when we started our race weekend and then it went to 24,000 28,000 and then 48,000 yesterday so I'm tired you must be (laughs) so did you drive back yesterday or tonight today tonight I just got home a few hours ago welcome home thanks uh yeah so I had time to hug and kiss all the cats and start doing laundry because when you've traveled for two weeks, you have so much stinky yeah. laundry. Even though we did laundry the first night, we moved after we had been at the convention center for the show, and then we moved on to Disney property. And that first night, we did a couple loads of laundry. But even so, we just had so much accumulated, especially when you're running because you have all of your race wear and yeah. that stuff smells horrific. So you have to get it right. 
Yeah, you do. We actually got lucky because in the, the condo we were at, there was a washer and dryer right in there. So we did in the in where we were staying, like in the, yeah. the suite, which it was beautiful, by the way. It was absolutely gorgeous. So we got lucky that we got to wash some stuff that way. But it's great coming back from vacation because you just throw everything in a ball into the suitcases and you don't worry. You come home and you take it right from the suitcase and put it in the washer. So that's pretty cool. I don't know if I mentioned. I mentioned it on Twitter, but for the half marathon, I wore my my dress that matches yours. Yeah, it's beautiful. So that I would have my my full of Sith energy with me as I went. <laughs> Which is so funny because we're the, we're the old people's podcast, so you needed all the extra energy you suck out of us. I really did. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't mean it in a bad way. I meant like oh, just energy. A, a desperate desire for any energy anywhere I could get it. So I appreciate it. There were so many people, Holly, that were just asking me where they could pick up the dress and if you could make them one. Even tonight at the bowling alley, Anya had hers on because she wore it to school today. Uh, one of the waitresses is like, where can I pick that up at? I'm like, well, you can't. This is a special thing. There are only a few of them. I have one. You have one. Anya has one. Amy Ratcliffe has one. Yeah. And then. Ryan has a shirt with the print on it. Yeah. That's it. It's, it's a, a full thing. It's a very limited edition. It's beautiful. So, yeah, I even, even had a lot of people contact me on social media about it, and I did. I made the promise because, like, a lot of people didn't get to see it on me in person that, that, that day. I said that every celebration I attend, I will make sure I wear that at least one day. <laughs> it will happen. And um, speaking of the next celebration, they announced that then. That will be uh, April of 2019 in, in Anaheim. So. Yeah. Back to Anaheim we go. I'm looking forward I'm to that. I'm ready. I'm ready to book it. I love Anaheim. Like, I love what a walkable city it is. Um, you know, there was certainly a time not that long ago when Anaheim was not as delightful as it is now. So I've really sort of enjoyed watching that that city grow and become, uh, you know, really the lovely destination that it's become. Yeah, it really is. It was the first time I was actually in Anaheim. I've been in San Francisco. I've been in L.A. I've been you know, up to Petaluma and, you know, things like that, you know, you do the whole tour, but I did like Anaheim and there was some good food there and we weren't far. Uh -huh. we, we stayed in a house that uh, other friends of ours from Salt Lake. It's funny. I've some of my closest friends live in Salt Lake. Uh, the Andersons, we stayed in a house with them and that was a gorgeous house and it had a big pool in the backyard and it had avocado trees. And I would just get mown avocado in the evening and have avocados and margaritas. Yeah. And so, yeah, I'm really looking forward to doing that again too. And it gives us a, like what, two years to then, to to um, recover we yeah. don't have to worry about a, um, a, a celebration in Europe this year I did want to say you mentioned the kitties and all that stuff we got back and we were really really worried every spring so we have Kit Kat who is our now our eldest cat she she was the kitten the baby cat for years when we had Tunes and Reese's and um, now we have um, Pixel who's our, our, our kitten our resident kitten and we have Kabuto who's our Mastiff which he's a big cat too. We mm. get uh, Kit Kat every spring. She gets really bad sinuses. Now this has nothing to do with Star Wars, but I want to talk about my cat people. Um, so You'll get an uh, argument from me. <laughs> we, we felt so bad for her because she was sneezing like crazy. And we were just trying to keep her clean because when she gets like that, it's just, it's a snot fest. Yeah. So we left and I said to my dad, you know, just keep an eye on the cat, make sure she's eating, make sure she has water, make sure, you know, she's okay. So we got back and she wasn't like hiding. You know, when a cat's really sick, they hide and you don't see oh, them. Yeah. You have to search for them. She was like sitting on her usual chair in the, the family room or the chair under the table that she likes to sit at and, and look out the back deck doors and watch the birds and stuff. 
but she was when we got back she was really skinny she was very lethargic Aww. she just she had snot all over her her coat it was just Keep like girl she looked she looked like she wasn't taking care of herself so like i i I got a nice wet towel and I got her all cleaned up and got her all pretty and make sure that, you know, she was drinking and she was eating. So I think that week we we were gone, you know, she wasn't feeling very well and she just wasn't really taking care of herself. So we were really worried that we were going to have to take her to the vet and, and lose her. But I said, let's just give her a day or two and let her get accustomed that we're back. I know that's a stressful thing for her. Cause she, she's actually very social with us. And um, as the week has gone on since we've been back, Every day she's been out a little bit more, and last night she was chasing the dog down the stairs, so it was nice to see her run again, and today she looks all pretty and clean and looks like she put some weight back on. But yeah, when we got back, I was really, really worried about her. So we've been fortunate that she's all right. I'm so glad she's okay, because you know, I I don't know if many people realize this, cats can get seasonal allergies just like humans, Mm -hmm. Uh, but it's really dangerous because as you said... Uh, you know, if a cat can't smell, they often will stop eating, which then becomes really dangerous. Like mm-hmm. it puts them at risk for fatty liver syndrome and all kinds of other problems. So like that is the key sort of is to keep their, their nasal passages as clear as possible so that they can recognize food and yeah. get some nutrition. Like without nutrition, everything falls apart very quickly. So I'm so glad she's on the mend. Me too. I like, it was like that one of those things I'm like, we have to go, but like my dad, they have my sister's cat that lives with them now. But he's uh-huh. he's never really been a cat person. Like he stayed at our house overnight every night we were gone to stay with the dog because him he has a special bond with Kabuto. But you know it's like you know Dad just make sure she's breathing okay and you know because yeah. when she gets that way I do I I get the little you know the, they have the baby suction things that you can clean their nose out with. Yeah, I, I have a really small one of those so I keep her her sinuses open and. And so, yeah, you're right. This is a public service for me and Holly. You know, if you're kind of seasonal allergies, you need to stay on top of that because in what, five or six days, she looked like she lost a lot of weight. So, yeah, yeah, it can be really dangerous. Yeah, it was nice when we came back because I did. I cleaned her nose out and like oh. within 10 minutes, she ate a whole cat can. And so I said, Ariana, I said, you know, if she if she's still looking bad in a couple of days, we will we will take her over to the vet. But I think that I know exactly what's going on. And then I'm glad we were right because. She's a good cat. I'm not a, we already lost like what four or five really good animals in the last three years. I'm just yeah, not interested in, not interested in losing any more at the time. I mean, nobody's ever interested. Speaking of which I know this has nothing to do with Star Wars either, but that a dog's purpose. We watched that this weekend. <laughs> if, if you want to laugh for 20 minutes and then cry for 10 minutes and then laugh 20 minutes and then cry for 10 minutes, that that's the movie for you. Um, Ariana warned me a long time ago, not to read that book. And I did after, our great Dane died. And um, I'm like, wow, oh, can't be, can't make me cry more than the book. Ugh. Josh Gad does the, um, the voice of the inner monologue of the dog, which uh-huh. is wonderful. He did a great job, but that is a, I'm sitting here telling everyone that it is a wonderful movie, but if you have pets and you have that deep emotion and, and connection and stuff like that, it is a little bit of a rough movie, but I think it's worth seeing if you yeah, have the, the intestinal fortitude to sit through the tears. I don't know that I do. I'm a little rough with that one. Um, Yeah, I'm, you know, you'll laugh. And I can't remember if I mentioned this on the show before, but the Tinkerbell direct-to-video movies, there is one of those that if you are an animal person is so gut-wrenching. I'm like, that movie traumatized me. So 
I forget which one it was, but you're absolutely right. Like I sat there and I watched that with Anya and I'm like, oh my God. So I thought it's, that because of that movie. She, never be. Yeah. Yeah. I thought because of that movie, she'd be able to handle this movie. It was rough for her too. I felt kind of bad. Yeah. Like we're like looking at each other, crying and laughing at the same time at our ridiculousness. No, it's not ridiculous to care about animals and, and feel that love. It's good. Oh, we cry. It was sobbing. It was like really sobbing. But anyway, that's. That's that movie, and it's not Star Wars. I'm sorry, people, but it's, it's another public service for Mike and Holly. I have two cats named for Star Wars characters, so we can maybe loop it around that yeah, way. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, definitely. There's always a way to connect things, right? Ozzel and Beers are very happy that we talked about animals tonight. What's the, what's the name of the, the really, really awesome cat? Which one is really awesome? They're all awesome. The one that's always, me. like, right with you, and he has that face that you just want to, like, squeeze. Oh, my- my ugly child yeah. um, is Mr. Burns. Mr. Burns, that's right. Hello, yeah, I'm Mr. Burns. He's aptly named. He's evil and wonderful, yeah, he's and I good, adore him. He's an adorable cat. Anyway, so get back to the Star Wars. Was there anything that, because we're going to be wrapping up in a few minutes, was there anything that really, really surprised you this week or last week? Oh, at Celebration? I mean, I feel like there were so many surprises. You know what I mean? They really managed to, like, pull out all the stops on like Harrison being there Harrison Ford being there like the 40th anniversary panel in and of itself literally I think if they had just had that and no other programming no one could complain about what they got out of the show totally um you know John Williams was such a massive surprise for everyone I think that took the whole entire con by surprise and was filled with delighted shock although we were all crying yeah uh and yeah, I mean, I think a lot of the guests were just an amazing surprise. So that was cool. There's so many good panels too. There's so many that I didn't, that I wanted to see that we didn't get a chance to, cause we had so many other things going on. Not as much as you, but you know, there, there was a lot, a lot on the schedule, but there is, there's so much good stuff. I feel like any two people that you talk to will have walked away having entirely different conventions, which is cool, but both super awesome. Uh, which is a really amazing testament to how hard they work to put together just an amazing slot of or an amazing um, uh, schedule of programming. Yeah. Oh, that was the other people I wanted to thank. Um, the the lovely, hardworking uh, crew from from Disney. We stopped in with Brian for him to pick up his his uh, VIP um, bracelet because everything oh, right. was with bracelets that first day and. Um, so I, I knew I had one for the Rebels panel on Saturday, but I didn't have one, and we 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 couldn't even wait in line to get one. It was already way too p- past the point of that because we went right from the where we were staying to to drop Brian off at that place. And and um, I was talking. I think it was to Chrissy, and she said, uh, "Are you on this list?" And I said, "No, I'm not. I didn't. I didn't get that one." And she said. Well, Full of Sith is very Disney friendly. So, yes, you do have one. And she gave me nice. the thing. So it was great. So then I actually got like for the 40th panel. And I feel bad because I know there's so many people that stayed and waited to get into that. And we just like got there two minutes before it started and walked in a side door and got to sit down. And I was like, oh, my God, this is so amazing. Um, Yeah, that was so thank you to them. They they they're they're wonderful. They're always they hooked us up at, at Celebration Anaheim, got Aunt Ariana and Anya in to see the um. Cause like, I'm like you, I said, I'll wait outside with them. And if there's extra seats, then maybe you guys could let them in for the, uh, the rebels screening that back then in Anaheim. Right. So they hooked us up with that. And they're, they're always so nice. They're always so wonderful. So I, I want to thank their, their team. They're, they, they're wonderful. There's so many, um, 
great people that you deal with on a regular basis. If you write for, for different websites about Star Wars or if you do a show or there's so many people that you talk to on a regular basis, but you never really get to sit down and talk to them. You never get to really get to know them. And, and celebration uh. is always a really good time to to put uh, faces to names and people that you you know for years, but you never really actually saw with your own eyes. Yeah. So I think that's another wonderful, but you were right about the programming. The programming this year was just, I mean, phenomenal. I mean, you're right. There's like two or three things that if you saw, that's all you saw that week. I think you could be completely content. Yeah. I was, uh, I was talking with a friend of mine that works for read pop and he was saying after the first day, he's like, honestly, I don't know how we will ever, in our company's career top that 40th anniversary panel. Yeah. Like there's just, it was so amazing. And so many pieces had to fall into place just perfectly. And they did. And that was a, a feat of engineering. The guys put together a video of you having your reaction to watching the trailer too, right? Oh yeah. I don't know um, if that's going to go live or not, but uh, my, my crew guys who, like I said, are just amazing and I love them dearly. Uh, they had filmed one of my very best friends and, and me as we watched the trailer for the first time. Cause we weren't in the reveal panel. We were, as I said, running around shooting stuff. And um, we kind of found this little um, side corner area, like a little demi corridor that we sat in. And I didn't even realize they were filming us while we watched it. Yeah. But they did, and then they very sweetly, while I was still in Orlando, they sent me the the file where they had overlaid the trailer on top of our reaction video so you can see what we're reacting to. And it was just really, really sweet and pretty fantastic. Like I said, I love those guys. They're amazing. Um, And I don't know if that's going to be ever part of a release or if that was just for me, so I haven't shared it around because I don't know what the permissions are on it yet. I hope they do because it was really awesome. It was really, really sweet of them. And it's one of those things I will certainly cherish forever because it is with one of my very closest friends that, I mean, literally has known me since I was 13. And, and we was uh, have, you know, just shared so much of our lives for the, the last several decades that it's kind of really nice to have that special moment of us together when, mm-hmm. you know, those aren't moments you get to capture very often. No, so. the ones you remember forever. They, I didn't get into that one because when we were driving in that morning, we were super late. So I dropped Brian off at the hotel where you picked up your, your wristbands. Yeah. So he, so at least one of us could be there. Like, um, again, Brian did so much for me this trip and just in our friendship over the years, it was like, somebody's getting in there and it's going to be Brian. So I, um, was worried that I get to watch the panel over the live stream, but in, in past celebrations, when they played a trailer that didn't go over the feed. And so we were watching that, that panel. And then, um, the people sitting next to us, we were out in the hallway sitting on this comfortable bench. Cause I didn't want to go into one of the other overflow rooms. They're loud and everything. And, uh, the people next to us were like 30 seconds ahead in the feed because I backed up to watch, to look at the poster again. I hit back you know, on the, yeah. and, uh, I looked over and they were actually sitting there and I could see the, the trailer running on the feed. I'm like, Oh my God. And then I think I rewound it like six times to watch it. It was yeah, that trailer was pretty awesome. I'm so excited. Oh, I'm crazy excited. And I'm excited because now I'm finally home, so I can actually like take a moment and catch up on everything and watch the trailer when I'm not on the run on my phone Yeah, and like just take it in. And like I said, I'm still catching up on all of the amazing stuff that was live streamed that I did not get to watch. So I have a fun and entertaining week ahead of me. Yeah, that was one of the first things after we found out all the animals were okay was watch 
the Battlefront trailer and <gasps> that looks, Battlefront trailer. Doesn't that look amazing? Uh, I think I've told you before that my husband and I will often make a date out of playing Battlefront yeah. together. Yeah. Um, and since that will be out right around our anniversary, we're just like, well, we're set now. <laughs> <laughs> now you know what the plans are. So between yeah. that and then we watched the Rebel trailer a few times and then we watched the, uh, the Last Jedi trailer a few times. It was really cool because like I was watching that trailer on my phone screen and I was anxious to get home and see it on the big screen. But while we were there, somebody sent me a screen capture of the one shot where, you know, you see those speeders and they're blowing up the red from underneath them and stuff. Yes. And somebody sent me a screen capture of that and said, um, blow this up or enlarge it. And I like zoomed in on it on my phone and you see these walkers in the distance that I didn't see while we were watching. And I'm like, oh. I sent that to Brian. I'm like, zoom in. And he's like, I can't say what he said because this is a family show. And I'm like, right? <laughs> this is amazing. So there's, yeah. I'm breaking down a lot of little things in that. And I think we should talk about that when, when we're all back together again. So I guess what we should do, unless you're, there's anything else you can think of, I guess we should um, end things here, listen to what Brian's uh, experience was. And, um, and then, then we'll all up, be back together soon. Yeah, we'll we'll be back together very soon. We just wanted to make sure that we got something out this week for sure. And, and um, you only just got back tonight. I know Brian's doing filming and a million other things as well. And he's like, the big sacrifice. He's like, just go on without me, guys. Just go on without me. <laughs> so we did. But I, I wanted to make sure that we uh, were, had him included on his um, his wrap-up as well, since we didn't really get to talk about that yet. So yeah. let's listen to this with Brian, and we come back, we'll wrap up the show, and then we'll talk to you again next week. That sounds perfect. Hey, everybody. I just got back from the set of my short films, which is why I couldn't make the regular episode this week. Uh was out working on that, uh, which has been a lot of fun, and uh, it's about movies, and hopefully, eventually, uh, I'll be able to share it with all of you. But uh, in the meantime, Mike asked me to put together just a little message about, you know, some of the amazing stuff I saw at Celebration and what I really liked most about it. And I, I really love Celebrations generally because they um, bring people together. You know, so many of my friends, so many listeners of the show, so many people who just really love Star Wars that I only get to communicate with through this program or through Twitter or Facebook or whatever. Celebrations, like the place I get to meet everybody and see them in person and hang out. And so that's one of the big things I love about Celebration, like, all the time. Um, you know, another th it was amazing to be in the room for the, the 40th anniversary panel and the Last Jedi panel. Um, uh, I was particularly moved by Hayden Christensen and Ian McDermott taking the stage during the 40th anniversary panel. You know, they... Uh, they have a very important place in Star Wars, and seeing that the reaction that Hayden Christensen got made me feel really good. Um, I can only imagine how it made him feel, and I hope we see him doing more conventions because of it. Um, I was also really excited to see Dave Filoni take the stage, you know? Like, it's amazing how much uh, a part of the the legacy of Star Wars that the animation and the work that Dave Filoni has done, has how integral it's become to to that legacy of Star Wars. And you know, for the 30th anniversary, would we have ever thought that Dave Filoni or anybody would have earned a place on that stage to honor 40 years of Star Wars uh, because of the animation? I'm not, I'm not so sure. 
So that was really, really fascinating. And The Last Jedi, man, that trailer. Wow, that trailer. I really want to dive deeper into it, but I, to be honest, I've only watched it just a few times so far because... Um, I don't want to burn out on it. I don't want to overwatch it or overanalyze it or worry about what shot might be in the movie or might not be in the movie or, um, you know, a lot of us fell into that trap with Rogue One trying to figure out what was, what was in the movie and what was cut and what was this and what was that. And it's like, films are such an organic process and working on my own, I can tell you right now, sometimes you think you're going to use something and then you don't or, you think that there's something you get just because, and then you're going to end up using it, but you don't know it, and who knows? It's such an involved process. Um, but uh, So I didn't want to get too trapped into into the Last Jedi trailer, so I've only watched it just a few times because I don't want it to lose its power. Um, and then, you know, just it was great to do that live show, which was a lot of fun. Um I always love to see Mike and Holly in person and to get to do a show with them is always a special treat. And, uh, you know, there, there were a lot of panels. There were a lot of things that we did and a lot of people we saw. And I really loved, I really loved all of it. I think Star Wars celebrations are the, the best of what we do. So with that, uh, I will leave, I will leave you with my thoughts there and, Mike and Holly will, uh, will take it away or will have already taken it away, uh, with the, the regular episode. So thank you. Well, there you go. Now we know, uh, we know Brian's experiences and I'm glad you got to share. Yeah. It's always good to hear everybody's different perspectives because like I said, you can all walk away from that show having had a completely different show. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. It was a good time. So, yeah. Holly, if um, people want to find you on the Intertrons and your other shows and everything else, can you tell them how to do so? Sure. Uh, I am on Twitter as at Surliest Girl. And uh, my regular day job show, which is Stuff You Missed in History Class, can be found at MissedInHistory.com. And that is also the handle that we use pretty much across all of social media is Missed in History. And uh, Brian and I also do a show called Authentic History, which is a uh, deep dive real historical accounts of fictional things about half of which are star Wars. And that is at Fothentics on Twitter. And it's a really fun show. Both these shows are amazing. And, uh, if you haven't checked those out, people then check them out this week because you should, because I said, so, um, if you want to leave us a voicemail, you can do so by using the speak pipe app on our website, which is at full And there you can find our contact information. So like we said, our Twitters, it's at full of Sith at the mic at Swankmatron at Surliest girl. And also go to facebook.com slash full of Sith to like us there and see when the shows get posted. There's show art and there's uh, the notes and all other things that get posted there. Also, uh, facebook.com slash groups slash full of Sith. There's always a big conversation going on there. Um, Brian, Brian gets to chime in more than I do, but I try to, to go there at least once a day and see what's going on and at least like something. Um, I started a new class this week, Holly a new college course. I was supposed to start it when we were away. The Tuesday we left was supposed to be the first class and I missed it. So um, I've been really busy with work and school and family stuff. So I can't wait till that's all done. But 
But I have to pause and say, that is amazing. Go you. Oh, yeah. Well, that's a lot to take on. So don't think that that goes unnoticed. Well, thank you. Like tomorrow is my class. It's like a four hour class because it's all it's all like uh, expedited. It's all fitting everything in in a few sh- short weeks. You know what I mean? Yeah. And the first class I have because two of the two of the classes that I needed to complete my the, this major um don't start until the summer so i'm doing a forensic chemistry class right now and then i'm doing a watercolors class (gasps) i love it yeah should be fun but anyway there's a lot of those things going on so like i said i wanted to make sure we got something out for tuesday for everybody because then uh yeah just so life life gets in the way sometimes but we're gonna make it happen um (laughs) holocron at fullsit.com is where you can email us there's been some amazing emails that have come in there always is, but um, there's some celebration ramp-ups from some of the listeners over there. Uh, there's some also some theories that were sent in. So what we're going to do, things should be calming down fairly soon. So we're going to do another um, listener email voicemail show in the next couple weeks here so we can uh, listen through some of those and, and respond to some of the great questions or theories that were thrown our way. So, um, yeah, we will do that one of the upcoming weeks. And then there's some other things that we have planned as well. And um, if you want to leave us a review on iTunes or Stitcher or the Google Play Store, please do. We always appreciate that. So, Holly, I think that's going to be it for this episode of Full of Sith. Um, welcome home. Get some rest. I mean, you you were just beasting it up the last couple of weeks. Yeah, now I'm going to collapse like a, uh, you know, a, a souffle that's been left too long. <laughs> that's a good analogy. And, and, and listen <laughs> to that. She drove home today, and she's sitting here. At, now it's after... Almost eleven thirty at night, doing full of Sith. You're you're just awesome. Oh, you're awesome. So, um, thank you. So for our our co-host Brian Young, who will be with us the next weekend, and the amazingly busy and and just running around and doing marathons and recording things, awesomeness, Holly Fry, and the Mike Pilot. May the force be with you, always. If you're not be meeting me, I'll close down for a while. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.